Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, Lewis Black here. And before I start my rantcast, um, I, I just wanted to let you know that I'm going to be hitting the road. That's right. On September 21st, I'm going to be back out on tour. And it all begins in Victoria, Canada, and then goes on to Vancouver, Canada, and then goes on to Spokane, Washington. The next week, it all happens in Ketchum, Idaho. I don't believe I've, I have not been there. It's the home of Sun Valley, and I'm quite excited about going there. I'm quite excited about also that week returning finally to uh, Salt Lake City. It's been too long. Go to lewisblack.com. I'll be in Cleveland. I'll be in uh, Cincinnati. I'm going to Biloxi, back to Biloxi, Mississippi. I could go on and on and on, but check out the website, lewisblack.com. Uh, please come out and join me. And if you, if you hear this, uh, what I'm, you know, the, the, this announcement, tell others, tell them to go to lewisblack.com if they're fans, or even if they're not fans and they're looking for something to do, point it out to them. And you tell someone, and then they'll tell someone, and then they'll tell someone. And by the time it gets to the last person, they'll show up in another city that I won't even be performing at. And I hope that they enjoy whatever show they see at that theater. Um, I really look forward to getting out of this cable access studio and coming out and seeing people again. Uh, I am losing my mind here. I'll be back in a moment with the Randcast. This could, could all go horribly wrong at any minute. Hello there, and welcome to the 142nd episode of Lewis Black's Randcast entitled Consciousness is the Opposite of Leadership. Yes, and it was certainly on display 
this week at the Republican convention, and it's on display really every single day. Every day that they're working in Congress or wandering through the hinterlands, talking to their constituents or uh, running for office as they always are, or from the White House, wherever our leadership is, consciousness is not there. It is somewhere else, and God knows where it is. It could be uh, out there, really, in the vapor, in the ether, in the uh, somewhere wherever the uh, the internet may have sucked it. There is no consciousness in our leadership. Okay, if there were, we would be discussing the major issues of our time on a daily basis, and the news would cover it, and they'd be focused on it because our leaders got them to focus on it. And you wouldn't know it all from watching that Republican debate that there was any consciousness. As a matter of fact, the the idea of the uh, of the title today came from uh, from Mike Pence. It's a brilliant line in response to something that uh, Nikki Haley had said. He he went on to say that uh, consensus is the opposite of leadership, and that uh, showed that he's got no consciousness. Because if you want to run and be the president of a democratic country, okay, you got to have a consensus. That's what you've got to do. All right, because it doesn't work any other way. And it's certainly not diametrically opposed to it. It's it's what you focus on, all right? Leadership is taking, and leadership is not only creating a consensus, it's saying something that will make people go, yeah, let's do it. It's called common fucking sense, all right? Mike Pence, okay, and we got a little rhyme in there. It's really ludicrous. I, it be, it, the, 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 it's just, to me, unbelievable to have sat there and watched th- that debate with, with those that they're not, are they adults? They were like fucking six-year-olds or five-year-olds, four, whatever, the last time I played in the sandbox. They're, they're, the whole group of kids in a sandbox all taking a tinky on each other. I mean, literally. And why, how are you going to decide anything when you give people 45 seconds to talk about major issues? Are you kidding me? Like, what planet do we think we're living on? that this should be a debate. We had a longer debate when I was in high school, all right? And and we also had a uh, your basic vote at the beginning to kind of go, okay, vote for, you know, in order to kind of get separate the, the, and find the candidates that we wanted. And people put up their posters. And, and by popularity, which is always the way a lot of it is, uh, we decided well, who would actually do the debates on stage. And then we actually talked about things. We talked about fucking issues about whether this something should be done in the cafeteria or should there back then be a smoking lounge? That's how old I fucking am. Um, it's my brother actually was the, the president of the student body when he got a smoking lounge put in the school, which is unbe- unbelievable. But it was like better that they smoke there than uh, who knows. I can't even remember. But uh, he certainly he, he, he won on a, a, a number of issues, real issues. Okay, not this kind of like. Well, I mean, that debate was what was that about? They're like, well, you're going to talk to me like that, and you know, they're yelling and shouting at each other. You know, but five-year-olds could have done a better job debating. All right, they could. You could teach them in ten minutes what it's about. Civility. All right, you listen to the person. How do you know who you're talking to if you're going, well, you know, I heard that, but you're talking to me like that. Is it going to be, well, what do you mean? I'm listening to you, but I'm not really hearing you because I'm too busy trying to think 
of what it is I'm going to be saying to you after you finish talking, because it's really important what I have to say. And I have only 45 seconds to say it, so I've got to get it all right in my head right now. Like, what are you, what? No, I'm talking to you now. You heard me. I'm telling you this out loud so that you'll know what's coming when I tell you. Okay, what were they doing? This constant badgering back and forth. But you said my name. So I get to talk now. What? That's no way to run anything. You don't have eight people debating at once. All right? No. You get four of them. And you give them at least three minutes to discuss this stuff. All right? At least three minutes to discuss this stuff. I mean, minimally. Okay? If it is that stupid, too. They should have to talk for eight to ten minutes on major subjects. All right? Give them two, three subjects to talk about. They, t- they talk about abortion. It was like, they were up there searching for what it was, that how the Republicans are going to find a way to, 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 uh, to get people to vote for them because of their kind of uh, hardcore uh, positions on uh, abortion. So they're looking for another route so that we had to watch that as opposed to each of them laying out some sort of a plan. And then they finally bring in a kid, finally, and a, and a kid, he's 38, but somebody from an, the other generation, which is Generation A, Generation X, Generation Z, Generation Millennial, whatever, I don't give a shit. He's 38. Oh, good. This is some really new, bright, interesting ideas to the table. Well, let me read you something, okay? Because this was, it was listening to him, and I don't know if you watched the debates, but before I even get to him, if you watch those debates, as I did, you deserve, as I do, we should have been compensated for every minute we sat there listening to that stuff, because it, that was completely a waste of our time. We, well, all of us had major, major thoughts during the day that were more important, more interesting, smarter, and to the point than they did, okay? And I'm going to read you something that its name is Vivek. That's what they just said. It rhymes with cake, Ramaswamy. I'm going to read you what he considers to be a few of the truths. This is uh, 38 years old. We're going, God, this is the guy. Finally, someone from a younger generation, he's got to have a different perspective. He's going to point us in a new direction. Boy, that's what I hope for. So the first thing he says is God is real. Well, that's okay. All right. Keep it to yourself. I know you got to say it because you're running for office, but we let's, that's where we're starting. And then he goes, one of my favorite scientists, Blaise Pascal, said it best. If you have the hole, a hole the size of God in your heart and God doesn't fill it, something else will. That's how you get climatism. Climatism, I guess, which means you're, you believe in climate, that there's climate change, uh, covidism and transgenderism. I, I, that's how you get it. If God is not filling the hole that's in your heart, we all got holes in our heart. And every one of us has got a hole in our fucking head after listening to that debate or spending time listening to, to, the, to the Democrats fucking basically try to tell us what it is that they did, even though that by the time they're finished telling us what they did, we, even though you might want what they did, you're against it because it was the, they told us so badly. They went, well, I don't want to do this, but really the thing that I was thinking about was there was a giant tuna that I saw the other day and that's what we need to be dealing with, because the scope of the th- shut up, just shut up. There, there are two genders. He says two. That's it. Zippo two, male, female. That's it. Two sexes. <clears throat> if you have XX chromosomes, you're a woman. If you have X 
Why chromosomes? You're a man. That's it. Totally no such thing. No gays, no nothing. Uh Uh-uh. Couldn't be happened. Gender dystopia. It's a mental health disorder. Uh, Affirming confusion isn't compassion. Come on. All right? You're you're the the one who's supposed to be telling these idiots on stage who might be wandering around with misconceptions. And you're... You're promoting one on a level that is like, where did they find him? Okay. I I didn't want to end up talking about any of them, but God damn it. It was too much for me. Was he on ice? Okay. They found him in ice somewhere and he was 38 and they, but he was actually, uh, he he lived from 1948 to the, to, uh, to like the, the 50s, the 1960, whatever, 1938- to the 1960s, whatever make him 38 years old. And they took him out and then they defrosted him and he's talking like that. That it's like it's you know, it's like the 50s, that kind of thing. And he's gonna and the youth shall lead the young the reverse racism is racism and then but my favorite human flourishing requires fossil fuels. And then I could go on. I, I and that's the kid, Vivek. Well done, huh? That's the one. It's a, uh, and they just, from the very end, from Asa Hutchison to Christie to, uh, and I'm, I'm sitting here, I can't believe I remember those, Mike Pence, uh, I can't remember the one next to Christie. Eight of them. Eight. Babbling away. Oh, Tim Scott, uh, Nikki Haley, uh, Ron DeSantis, who has the, uh, the charisma of a goldfish. As a matter of fact, a goldfish has more charisma. Even doing this, any fish has more charisma than he does, and that, and 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 and, and then uh, are you going to let him? You you know if if uh, and then meanwhile the other candidate the next day is uh, getting a mugshot taken is P O one one three five eight zero nine. This is uh, just a special time, and and then. And then we're not going to get a debate from the Democrats because what's it, is it, Biden? Maybe we can listen to the echoes inside of his head, all right? Because nobody can hear him. He's speak up, speak up. Nobody hears him. And then when he tries to explain what it is that he's doing, nobody pays attention. Uh, he could be. I mean, and then uh, and, and Kamala Harris, uh, you're gonna. Uh, I, she doesn't have to debate anybody. I, they're doing a reboot for her. I just heard that two weeks ago. Well, things are, you know, that somehow we've really got to get people to understand how good she is. Uh, and she's fine, but not as the vice president. Okay. It doesn't work. It doesn't work. Something has gone askew. Uh, she's very, very bright. You know, people like Teddy Kennedy, uh, was tremendous, but he was actually, in the end, probably uh, going to be a better senator. Was a great senator. The, the Ruddy man, he's a, he's a commie, liberal, fascist. Shut up, okay? God, talking about his father was the genetically. He's uh, he's he's got the, the genes of a capitalist, for God's sake. All righty, he's he's his father was like major in terms of capitalism. So he, he at least. He was, he was not going to be, I don't think, as good a president. Yeah, I think he, he was a much better senator and could work with people and get things done. Okay? And I got to sit there and watch these guys rattling on when the, Nikki Haley in the midst of that must be losing her mind. 
Well, she came out looking better. Of course she did, because she's up with those those guys just just from being a, a, another gender. She's way ahead of these guys. They discuss an abortion for, for like 30, 45 seconds to discuss abortion. Really, 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 really. I've got to, and now I've got to, afterwards, they, it's, how many people, and I'm, I'm doing it myself. I'm sitting here kind of analyzing. I went off on Vivek because I, well, I thought, well, maybe something would happen there. But uh, the others, I expected what I got from them, except for the, the amount of like uh, sniping at each other and the kind of like talk, trying to talk over each other. You know, they, you've only got so much time. And then you turn on the, then they can't stop talking about it afterwards. Oh, all of those people, hundreds of them, interpreting what it is that we saw. We saw it. We saw it. We saw it. There may be like three or four people, five, six max, that should be discussing what it was and then zip it and then move on to try to figure out an analysis. Try to Each one of you guys who were sitting there fucking discussing what it is that and how the people did in the debate. All right. This isn't a game show, fucker. Go sit down with them and get what it is that they think their solutions will be. Well, you know, this, uh, uh, you know, he's got the worst inflation ever and we're going to get rid of that. How? Just tell us fucking how. Okay, I'm going to do better than that. I'm going to do better than he is. That's not a fucking, it's not a position. All right? For God's sake, don't tell us that you're going to do better. Tell us what you're going to do what is your position paper? What did you write down about it? Did you write anything down about it? Do you have any idea of how we're going to deal with inflation or climate change or the health issues or the mental health issues or our educational system, which flounders about, but you're going to, well, really what we should need to do is to strip the public schools so that other schools can do, just stop it and stop trying to fuck with public education. All right. There are plenty of people who've been doing it a lot longer than you have, all right? And the reason you're standing up being able to talk like that in public is because most of you had a public education. And then some of you jackasses actually went on to Ivy League schools and got stupider. It's ludicrous, beyond belief. And I use the word ludicrous way too much now because I can't seem to find other words for it. And uh, I, I just have this, uh, all and, 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 and everything in the news now is conjecture. It's like the weather. Everything is like all news is a weather report. Well, we got a cloud coming down there. We got uh, DeSantis is coming down from the sky over here, and he's just off the coast of of, uh, of South Carolina. He could come in here. It could be a big storm, but we don't really know if he's going to go there. He could go over here. He might shoot up there. It could be uh, Nikki Haley's coming up through Florida trying to chase uh, whatever it is that she's after, trying to come up through. You know, it's all conjecture. They're telling us what they think is going to happen. That is what our news is about. Stop it. Things are actually happening. People are running for office. Find out why they should be the ones who are either should leave the, you know, should be leaving the uh, this campaign trail behind, or find find the the couple of nuggets out there. All right. Force these people to speak in public about what they're going to do. All of them. Force Joe Biden to speak so that somebody fucking hears him. All right? 
This is ridiculous. Speak up, Joe. This is enough. All right. I, I've just about done it. I'm, I'm kind of. I, I, I hope I made myself. Uh, it was understandable about about news being conjecture, and it's like a weather report because they're all. So all they're reporting is which way the wind blows. That that it's the the Bob Dylan thing. Or as Bob Dylan said, you don't need a weatherman to tell which way the wind blows. That clears it all up. That should really do it. I'm going to read you a little something before uh, we wind this thing up. And I'm sorry I yelled from beginning. No, I'm not. And uh, and I hope we all get checks for sitting there. And I can't wait for the next one because. Uh, and is he going to come back? We don't know if he's going to come back. He's got uh, he's got a uh, a mugshot now, so we don't know. Is he going to run as the mugshot? So. Some Trumpified evangelicals are now rejecting the teachings of Jesus as weak. What is the matter with people? Even I, the Jew, know that the, the, the teachings of Jesus were not weak. Okay, Russell Moore, former head of the Southern Baptist Convention, told NPR, of all places, multiple pastors have reported the congregants have objected to their preaching, to their preaching Christ's Sermon on the Mount saying, love your enemies is a liberal talking point that doesn't work anymore. Wow. He wasn't running for office, folks. All right? He's, he's, he's the son of God. He had a message, had a story to tell, and he was trying to tell folks to straighten the fuck up. Okay? That's what he was doing in the most powerful terms possible. Okay? Nothing weak about it. All right? He was telling them, love thy neighbor. All right? That's the deal. Love thy enemy. That's the deal. You love your enemies. You embrace your enemies. That's what he said. It's tough. Almost impossible. It's like those folks who uh, forgive someone, murders someone close to them a family member, and they forgive them. Unbelievable to me. Unbelievable. Takes a kind of a strength that I don't have. Uh, but to, to, to say that Jesus is using liberal talking points, you fucking idiots. All right? You know? It, no, you know. I, I, how do you? He wasn't a Democrat or a Republican, okay? He knew nothing of liberal talking points. He was trying to make us better people. Even I know that. And you should know that. And with that, we're done with the nonsense and hoo-ha of another week in America. I will be heading out uh, this weekend, and I am gone for a bit. And uh, I hope uh, hope the end of your summer, the end of your summer, it's not really, but not until the 22nd of September, I believe. But uh, uh, as we roll into Labor Day and these last few days of summer are upon us and boy does that suck uh but i i need out again to, i need to get some focus and some bearings and be able to come back and take this a little more lightly and go somewhere where they they don't talk about this shit for a while because not talking about it is as intelligent as as talking about it i look forward i'm getting to spend my time in ireland we'll uh can't wait to grab a guinness there and watch the world lighten up. I'll be drinking. I'll be drinking a Guinness on my birthday in Dublin, and um, can't wait. And I do wish you all nothing but the best. 
And so uh, uh, I leave you with some really great rants. Uh, it's, as always, a privilege and a pleasure to read them. I uh, hope you enjoy them as much as I did. I, I think you will. Uh, they get better and better. And um, please continue to send them. When I get back, uh, because I will not be paying attention, I look forward to reading them and see what I missed. Thank you for that. Thanks for everything you do. Wishing you all nothing but uh, the best. Take care of each other. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. I think this will take the edge off. Uh, Garrett Cheney is expressing his anger, and uh, it, it certainly helped to make my day. Just saw that Mr. Potato Head is now Potato Head to be gender fucking neutral. We just castrated Mr. Potato Head. Mr. Potato Head is nothing sacred. This shit has got to stop. Legos, fucking Legos are adopting a gender neutral policy. When I was growing up, Legos were gender neutral. They were blocks that allowed you to build things from. Wait for, they were blocks. I'm sorry, I couldn't get through that. They were blocks that allowed you to build things from, wait for it, your imagination. No figurines, no instructions. And you got about a hundred pieces in a big cardboard tube. Burns my ass like a four foot flame. I say we give Mr. Potato Head back his pipe. Looks like he may need it. Thanks, Lou. No. Thank you, Garrett Cheney from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Thanks for letting me know where you're from. And someday your pirates will be back in the, the thick of things, just like my Orioles. Um, I really appreciated that.
I hope you folks out there did, because <laughs> I did not know that they had done that to Mr. Potato Head. I'm sorry. Potato Head. What is the matter with us? What the fuck is the matter with us? From David Rubin. My wife has suffered from mental illness for many years, and thus I'm grateful that there's increased attention to the mental illness crisis, which includes opioid addiction, depression, trauma, suicide, etc. <clears throat> but why are so many people increasingly facing these demons? Is it possible that our culture, obsessed with profit at any cost and willing to monetize every last human being, including and especially young people, is one of the leading causes? If a gunman is walking around a neighborhood and killing people, do we say we have a gunshot epidemic and focus all our attention on the importance of wound management? Or do we say, hey, there's a gunman that needs to be caught and taken out of circulation? Nobody appreciates mental health services more than me and my wife, and I contribute to many such services. But the truth is, in our society, things like depression and anxiety are, I believe, very sane responses to the culture we are creating. Who is not depressed and anxious about life in America? In a culture where you can only speak to a virtual person on the phone, where gaining access to a real human helping hand is getting harder and harder on purpose, where we are getting flooded and baked while our leaders yawn, where our Supreme Court is open for business, where the answer to everything to take, where the answer to everything is to take another drug, and where our leaders in Washington are like two parents at war with each other. Of, of course, we've got mental health issues. It's like we're all in a dysfunctional home where our parents are each telling us how horrible the other parent is. That's child abuse. Do we have a mental health problem or do we have a cultural problem that is exacerbating our mental illness? When will we look beyond how many movies we can get on streaming services and see what is happening to us? But that would take some reflection and some balls. Many thanks, my friend. No, many thanks to you, David Rubin, because I, I think in many ways, you kind of come close to nailing it. Wow. You know, it certainly does exacerbate the problem, and uh, there are no adults in the room, and that doesn't help. It's just extraordinary. Um, and I believe it all kind of kicked itself into hyperspace during the pandemic when it was just kind of like, um, I've joked about the emperor having no clothes, but all the emperors and the mini emperors from, from all walks of life. None of them have any clothes on, not anymore. Mm -mm. Stood, stood in front of all those people, all, all of these supposed leaders could not get together and meet and come up with any type of plan that might've allowed us to get through what was one of the most, well, certainly for me, I don't know for others, but one of the most traumatic times 
But it was really created by, no, it wasn't. It wasn't created by those who were pushing one way and those who were pushing another way. It was created by the fact that both sides couldn't get together and fucking, and not just both sides, the entire spectrum. People needed to sit down and fucking discuss this. And that was when I realized, I mean, I've said it for a number of years, there are no adults in the room. And they're truly, that was when they, they, all of them, all of them left the room. I don't know where they ended up. That's why we have space travel. Get the fuck out of here and search the universe for adulthood. Hmm. That was kind of upbeat. David, (laughs) you set my day into a tailspin. As I've said on numerous occasions, if someone has a point of view counter uh, to what uh, many of you have sent in or the ideas that you have, I've I've asked for this. But for the folks out there who are coming from a completely different point of view, and I've got one here, and I think... I will read some of it because it is very, very long, and it's a number of quotes. It comes to us from someone who uh, calls themselves a proud anti-vaxxer. There does not exist one single fact in all the experiments and improvements made in science which can support the idea of vaccination. A vaccinated people will always be a sickly people, short-lived and degenerate. Dr. Alexander Wilder, MD, editor of the New York Medical Tribune, 1879. I've seen leprosy and syphilis communicated by vaccination. Leprosy is becoming very common in Trinidad. It's increase being coincident with vaccination. And that comes to us from Dr. Hall Blackwell, vaccinator general of Trinidad, 1868. Cancer is reported to be increasing not only in England and the continent, but in all parts of the world where vaccination is practiced. 1892, uh, Dr. William S. Tebb, um, from uh, another MD, Sir Ronald Martin, 1868, leprosy arose with vaccination. We'll move up uh, out of the 1800s to more present day. The great epidemics of deadly diseases in animals and humans are caused by vaccinations. That comes from us from Charles M. Higgins, 1920. There's no, doesn't appear to be a doctor or uh, doesn't have uh, science degrees. uh, But I thought um, I'd read it. It's certainly sent in. I believe vaccination has been the greatest delusion that has ensnared humans in the last three centuries. It originated in fraud, ignorance, and error. It is unscientific and impracticable. It has been promotive of a very great evil, and I cannot accredit it any good. From Dr. R.K. Noyce, MD, resident surgeon of the Boston City Hospital. The chief, if not the soul, caused the monstrous increase in cancer has been vaccination. Dr. Robert Bell, uh, Vice President, International Society for Cancer Research, British Cancer Hospital, 1922. Here's one. 
Vaccination is the most outrageous insult that can be offered to any pure-minded man or woman. It is the boldest and most impious attempt to mar the works of God that has been attempted for ages. The stupid blunder of Dr. Kraft has wrought all the evil that it ought to, and it is time that free American citizens arise in their might and blot out the whole blood poisoning business. Dr. J.M. Peebles, MD, MA, PhD. To continue, my honest opinion is the vaccine is the cause of more disease and suffering than anything I could name. Dr. Harry R. Bybee. Um, vaccination, instead of being the promised blessing to the world, has proved to be a curse of such sweeping devastation that it has caused more death and disease than war, pestilence, and plague combined. There is no scourge, with the possible exception of atomic radiation, that is more destructive to our nation's health than this monument of human deception, this slayer of the innocent, this crippler of body and brain, the poisoned needle. Dr. Eleanor McBean, PhD, ND. The greatest lie ever told is that vaccines are safe and effective. Dr. Leonard Horvitz, a Harvard University graduate um, and uh, MPH, a Master of Public Health. Vaccinations are now carried out for purely commercial reasons because they fetch huge profits for the pharmaceutical industry. There is no scientific evidence that vaccinations are of any benefit. Dr. Gerhard Buchwald, MD. Vaccines are the backbone of the entire pharmaceutical industry. If they can make these children sick from a very early age, they become customers for life. The money isn't really to be made in the vaccine industry. The money is made by big pharma, pharma, with all of the drugs that are given to treat and address all of the illnesses that are subsequent to the side effects of vaccines. That's from Dr. Sherry Tenbenny, an osteopath. The pediatrician indoctrinates your child from birth into a lifelong dependency on medical intervention. The first stage of introduction is the well baby visit. The well baby visit is a cherished ritual of the pediatrician that enhances their income and does nothing constructive for your child. It's a worthless visit. Dr. Robert Mendelson, a certified board pediatrician. Studies are, increasing, studies are increasingly pointing to the conclusion that vaccines represent a dangerous assault to the immune system, leading to autoimmune diseases like multiple sclerosis, lupus, juvenile onset diabetes, fibromyalgia, and cystic fibrosis, as well as previously rare disorders like brain cancer, sudden infant death syndrome, childhood leukemia, autism, and asthma. That's Dr. Zoltan Rona, an MD. And finally, the vaccine industry is itself a fraud. I spent my whole career studying vaccines. He's a fellow of the World Health Organization. His name, Dr. Shiv, Shiv Chopra. BBS, AH, MSC, PhD. Uh, I'd like to thank the proud anti-vaxxer for sending those in. 
Uh, I am not going to sit here and get into a discussion of this. I will let those of you out there who have something to say to this, to let it rip. It's uh, out there for you uh, if it bothers you and if, or if you want to support it, to be honest with you. Because I know that there are those of you that this is going to drive crazy. And then there are those of you um, who believe what he had to say was true or made, made you think of something. And uh, I look forward to reading it. And uh, I appreciate you sending this out here. And uh, thank you. Thanks to all of you for listening to my rant. If you have a rant you want to get off your chest, send it in to me at lewisblack.com forward slash live. You can think of it as therapy or whatever you want to think of it as. Just let it rip. And I want to thank the true stars of our show, the ranters and the splendid rants they gave us. Lewis Black's Rantcast was created and hosted by me, Lewis Black. Our live rant audio was produced by James Salter theme song by Chris Lane. Executive producer, Ben Booth. Executive producers, Matt Kleinschmidt and Robert Kelly for the Laugh Button Podcast. has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.